0: All right, folks, as promised, I am talking to the one and only Dave Manichetti of YNT. We're talking 45 years of YNT and the documentary On With The Show. Uh, How are we doing today, Dave? I'm doing great. Awesome. Well, hey, when people are going to hear this, uh, we're wishing you a happy birthday as well. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, thank yeah. you, I appreciate it The documentary, I mean, it covers the band from inception
1: Yes, it does It, it starts from the very beginning I mean, literally from the very, very beginning mm-hmm. As we were getting together and, and telling the story of how we all met each other And so on and so forth yeah. It's, it's very, very inclusive. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, for folks that don't know, you can go to yntrocks.com, and uh, the link for the documentary is right up there on the homepage if you click through. Uh, I mean, tons of material. I mean, you have near five hours of material. So was it a daunting process for you to go back, let alone kind of looking at the band, of course, uh, um, out of the original members? You're, you're the only one that's uh, that's still With us, Um, was it a little cathartic to do that? A little bit pulling at the heartstrings.
1: Well, it was. um, Though I must say that the documentary team took quite a while to do it. So when we started this, Leonard and Joey, uh, two of the four original members, were still alive at the time. Right, and they got and they got interviewed quite a bit and are all over the documentary. Um, so it wasn't quite as cathartic as as when we first started, but uh, it's it certainly got that way as uh, as the documentary was still in the process of being finished uh, when when you know Leonard had passed and then Joey passed and right. our sound man Tom passed. I mean, so many different things happened uh, be, be, you know in those in those four years. It's it's quite quite an odd thing to have happened, but um, yeah, it, it, I have uh, talked to the two guys that did the documentary, the the filmmakers, and, and of course they were especially uh, sort of blown away by all of that because they were sitting there for hours and hours and hours, year after year, you know, looking at footage of Leonard and Joey, and then all of a sudden when they passed, of course, it, it hit them even harder. Yeah. But uh, yes, I mean, certainly now that I've seen the entire project and uh, watched it quite a few times now, Um it's, I think it's a cool documentary. Number one, but but certainly for me, um, I'm the only guy left that can remember all of those things. And, uh, it's it's it kind of hits you when you when you see it all.
0: Yeah, I, I'm sure. I'm sure it does. I I, I could only imagine. And uh, could you kind of talk a little bit about that inception of it? Of course, growing up in in the the Bay Area in California, and kind of how it was, uh, being out there at the time. Cause you know, a different day and age. I know I've been able to speak with Sammy Hagar and he was, you, you know, you just kind of played and jammed with everybody. And then you just found the guys that fit. So how was it yeah. for you when, when you, when you found Joey and Leonard and, uh, Phil?
1: Yeah, it was pretty much about the same. And I think that was just the culture of the time, uh, is, is that everybody was out and about going to different places. And, uh, hanging out at different parties where there were lots of different musicians that would jam at people's houses, even. Uh, You know, you you just kind of meet them wherever you can, and uh, you hear about all the popular musicians in the area, and uh, little by little you find out where these people are, and you meet them, and you jam, and things happen from there, or don't happen (laughs) from there, depending on who who it is that you're talking to. But that's kind of how it was for, for... the inception of the original members, uh, just, just, you know, to, to give you the basics, I guess.
0: Right. Well, and folks, uh, of course you can go to why anti rocks.com, uh, order the Blu-ray DVD now. I mean, tons of tons of great material. Um, now, Dave, when uh, when you guys started out, I'm sure that with the uh, there's uh, so many bands. I mean, over the years that the influence. I mean, even Lars Ulrich from Metallica said, "If there was no Y&T, I wouldn't have been inspired to get out there and play music and do music for a living." Um, do you reflect back on that at all now? <laughs> Looking back, being a being a young man, getting up there, just doing what what you were doing and what felt right and what to put out, and then to go, wow we had a real big influence on what is going on with rock because recently I've been going back listening to a lot of the uh, the early stuff even when, it, when the band was called yesterday and today at the time and I, I'm just like, wow, I'm blown away at how different you gentlemen sounded from everything else that was out there.
1: Yeah, it was a time when pretty much every band that was Either getting signed or uh, playing in the area, all had their own unique spin on on music, and uh, not a lot of copycat kind of things going on. Right. It was every, everybody was doing their own thing, and we certainly were. And uh, one of the reasons why I always thought that it would be. A good thing to just stay in the Bay Area rather than trying to move down to L.A. like so many other people did is that we were not influenced by the L.A. scene down there in nearly the same way as people that go and live there and try to make, you know, try to get a record deal and create their band uh, because a lot of them sort of hang together and they all sort of get a similar sound after a, per- a period of time. Not everybody, but but it can happen. Yeah. Where we're sort of insulated in the North Bay up here, and well, I won't say North Bay, I'll just say in the Bay <laughs> Area. Uh, we, we have our own thing going on, and we were pretty much about the only hard rock band back in 1974. I mean, Montrose had already uh, sort of you know, stopped doing what he was doing for a short period of time until he regrouped. And um, Sammy Hager was was new at the time doing his solo thing as we were and Eddie Money and a few other bands at the same time. Even Journey was was coming out at that point. But everybody was doing their own thing and nobody was doing the straight ahead heavy hard rock sound like we were. And so we just kind of were left to ourselves to create our own thing which was actually a good thing as it turned out
0: <laughs> well i would have to say so after uh, i i mean just in 20 uh, between new year's eve in sacramento and to the date we're talking now i've seen you guys four times in 2019 so i think that it worked out pretty well
1: yeah it did <laughs> and and you know i mean we're we're happy with obviously we're happy with the fact that there were a lot of musicians, our peers, that have come up to us over the decades and have told us that we have influenced them one way or another or that they were a huge fans of the band. So, you know, that, that was something we learned early on. I'd say probably as early on as maybe the uh, late 70s, early 80s, we started getting that from, from all kinds of different musicians That I didn't even think knew who the hell we were, but uh, (laughs) it turned out, uh, of course, after, especially after we, we got started. With our newest moniker of Y&T uh, in 1981, and we released Earthshaker and then Black Tiger, Mean Streak, etc. That that's when it really started hitting a lot of people, I think, uh, and, and other musicians.
0: I think so for sure. I, I mean, I of, of course, I you know um, came to you know started listening to y and I was probably about seven, eight years old or so, and uh, there was just the things that you were doing technically. Um, you know, on guitar, let alone with your the vocals and the harmonies and stuff. That's what I really just still stands out to me. And when I can hear certain bands and go, oh, yeah, okay, I, I hear that influence in there. Because uh, it, it, you really were uh, ahead of your time with the hard rock and some of the techniques and stuff that you were doing that no one else was really doing.
1: Well, thanks for saying that. I uh, It's really hard for me to see how that is in 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 relationship with other bands? Because I just you know sort of get in in the mood and and, <laughs> and we do our thing and the way that we wrote and the way that we jammed and played, we were just moving forward and we weren't really kind of looking to our sides and and figuring out you know are we doing something different than anyone else? It 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 just is what it was at at that time and I I think it was. A credit, actually, if anything, to the fact that we had four quite different individuals in the band that all had somewhat different leanings as far as what they had been listening to over their early years. And uh, we we certainly all had th- this similar style that we loved of, of hard and heavy rock kind of stuff with a, with a melodic thing to it. But we also had... Uh, some, some differences as well that with those different br- backgrounds, we kind of brought a lot of different spins to the, to the music that, that uh, I think carved our own niche.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Well, let's fast forward now, uh Dave, I mean, you know, over the years, 45 years you guys have celebrated y and t which is is just awesome and and this last tour was phenomenal. I uh, I loved what the, what you guys were doing pulling out a song from every album, uh you know, refreshing my memory on songs that I've got, god, I haven't heard that in forever and even some stuff uh I had never heard 21st Century until you guys played it live and I was like, "Oh my god, I got to put that song on on repeat right now, I remember going with, uh,
1: with, with, <laughs> yeah, that's fun. It was very fun to, to do this. And it is fun because we have two more shows left uh, before the end of the year and we'll continue that trend for the most part uh, until our 45th is done, which, which of course will be at the end of this year. But, uh, you know, we're going to, we're going to be doing stuff like that, uh, going back into the catalog and, creating some different set lists going forward because we realized that by doing this set list in two thousand nineteen, how many fans really, you know, commented back to us and said, Man, that was an awesome set list. That was so cool that you that you brought out all those songs from the very beginnings all the way through. So I can see us taking that cue and and doing that further. Now it's funny you said twenty first century because We had been toying with playing that song for years, and every once in a while we'd we'd do it in rehearsal and go, yeah, it's not quite sounding right somehow. But with this band, (laughs) that song just comes across probably better than any of us expected it would, and that's one of the songs we hear after every night where you know, different fans will say, "Oh man, 21st century." You know, I mean, they'll, they'll mention numerous songs, but that <laughs> one will be one that uh, seems to be in everybody's mind at the end of each show. That that that, that was an impressive song.
0: It was. I, I saw uh, you guys in Fresno when you uh, the first time I had heard you play it, and you brought it out, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is just." phenomenal live and uh you know you you have such a great group of players in the band uh i mean aaron holding it down on the bass and mike i mean what what a steady you could set a metronome to the guys phenomenal (laughs) and and john just an excellent guitar player as you know um so how was it working with these guys when when john and mike and and aaron came into the band um let alone how did you Kind of discover those guys, or did you know them over the years from different projects, and it just kind of worked itself out for you guys to come together? Because it's such a solid lineup, and I can't encourage anyone enough that if you love the music of Y&T, live is nine million times better.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I appreciate that. Thanks, and and, and we agree. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we we've, we've done some good records over the years, and we've and and have had some good production value and, and some that are you know lacking a bit in production value. <laughs> so when you come see the band live, of course you're hearing the latest version and you're hearing the better vocals and, and just, of course, the passion and the energy of the moment that cannot be duplicated on any release. Mm. I mean, you can certainly put some of that into to anything that gets released on vinyl or CD, but uh, you know, there's nothing like live performance. No, and and these guys, yeah, and and these guys bring it every single night, every single night. There's there's no slackers, no guys that ever have the attitude of phoning it in. It, there's never been a version of Y&T where anybody's been like that in the band. I mean, there's there's this certain thing that happens when you get in Y&T that just it's it's inspirational. It's it's great. I don't know if it's the songs, the fans' reaction, or or just the the sort of um, thing that Y&T is. I, I guess it just it gets under your skin, and every one of the musicians that's ever been in this band just plays their butts off every single night, yeah. and. Uh, That's that's always the way it's been. Now, we met Mike. We met Mike uh, because he was recommended by a couple of uh, musician friends of ours. But I had remembered his name because when I was putting together a solo band, he was going to be the third person we were going to audition, but we never got that far because the second guy got the gig immediately as soon as we played with him. <laughs> so, so it's funny that uh, though it, he didn't work out for the, for the Menachetti band, he worked out perfectly for the Y&T band. And uh, John was a friend that I knew since the very, very beginnings of Y&T when we were called Yesterday and Today. Even before we came up with that name, when I first jammed with Leonard Hayes on drums and uh, and started this band, just doing cover tunes back then, John was uh, was a local guy in the area of a friend of Leonard's. They went to high school together, and um, I've known him ever since then. So having him in the band is just perfect because he was meant to be in Y&T, really. He, he loved our style of music, and... In fact, when he started his own band called Mile High, which ended up being the Eric Martin band, uh, that was that was his thing. Man was was sort of they were almost kind of like a Y&T clone material wise or at least the the direction that they Mm. that they chose. So I knew that when he was going to be in Y&T, that it was just going to be perfect. And, And that's the way that worked out.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And then what about uh, Aaron? I mean, he it, uh, just such a phenomenal bass player, and yeah. just the energy live. And yeah. you know, if if anybody that, that that plays music, and I'm I'm a terrible guitarist and bass player, but uh, but I still love to play. And watching Aaron live is one of those guys. It's like God. Now I want to go home and and pick up that bass again. Uh, uh, just a phenomenal <laughs> musician.
1: Yeah, he is. He really is. He's a talented guy. He plays piano, he plays acoustic guitar, he is an excellent singer, and his bass playing is as solid as you can imagine. And of course, he beats the crap out of that bass every <laughs> yes, night. I mean, I, I mean that guy is, is <laughs> just laying it down, just thumping that bottom end. And uh, we love the attitude, we love what he brings to the table for Y&T, and he's such a fan of, of our original bass player and my, my good buddy Phil Kenimore that uh, he's, he really was a studied musician when it came to Y&T songs as far as what Phil used to play. Mm-hmm. And, of course, he doesn't do an exact Phil copy. That wouldn't be right anyway. He, he wants to bring his own flavor to it. But I'd say that he's the closest that we've ever had to having phil back alive again unfortunately he's not but uh you know as far as his the the choice of notes that he has and uh the commitment to 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 this band
0: yeah absolutely and it comes through live for sure well folks again the documentary you need to go to yntrocks.com you can click the link right there it's on with the show Blu-ray DVD, I mean near five hours of material uh, lots of bonus content, lots of just excellent stuff that if you are a fan, let alone if you're just a rock fan, I love these kind of documentaries and it really does do a wonderful deep dive into the history of y and Well Dave, uh, before we wrap it up, year 45 coming to an end, what are we looking at in 46? Do we got maybe some new material headed our way? I know the tour's already out there, I was looking to see you guys in Tracy and the show already sold out so uh, yeah. you know plenty of tours they're selling out but uh, what, what do we have with the band moving forward as we go into year 46
1: well year 46 is going to be very similar to 45 in as much that we're going to be playing a lot and touring a lot um, but we are considering sort of cutting back a little bit in the summer okay. and uh, trying to take some time to uh, to get in the studio and, and uh, come up with some new tunes We also have uh, beyond that. We also have recorded most of the tour of 2019, and that means that we also recorded every single show we played in Europe, uh, which just we just ended like three weeks ago on that tour. Right, and we're talking about places from Spain up to Sweden, France, Italy, Germany you know just all over the place the Netherlands Belgium the UK it's just it's just amazing audiences amazing shows (laughs) that should be there should be some amazing stuff between that and, and also Japan and and the whole of the US tour that we did earlier on. Um, there's there's a lot of good stuff. We might just you know put something together for that too, and put out like a 45th anniversary Y&T live around the world kind of uh, kind of record as well, just just for fun. But that... uh, we we are looking forward to doing some new material. Uh, hopefully in the summer time we get around to getting that done.
0: Awesome. I'm really glad to hear it. Well, Dave, uh, thank you very much for your time. Again, a uh, uh, happy uh, birthday, and, and um, you know, cheers to you and the missus, and thank you very much for your time.
1: Uh, my pleasure, man.
0: Cheers. yntrocks.com is the website. The DVD is up there, along with a lot of other great stuff, and of course, if you are a wine connoisseur, Dave and his, his uh, lovely wife, Jill, started the uh, Manichetti Wine. You can get some details on that as well, and of course, follow the tour and everything else. Again, that's for everything YNT y